This is Think About It, and I'm Khalid Johari. This episode, I want to talk about evolution, and the reason I want to talk about it because this is one of the classical subjects that has been debated between people with faith and scientists. And also, it gives you the big example about people seeing the obvious and choose not to. The concept of evolution is very simple, and we see it every day. However, some people choose not to believe in it, either because of ignorance or even arrogance. And before I start, I want each one of you just forget about everything to put your mind and beliefs and everything you believe in regarding the subject aside and start with fresh mind. Whether you believe in evolution or not, I want you to put this all aside. And let me take this chance to, to talk about something in science, uh, the meaning of theory. Since evolution, uh, some people call it the theory of evolution. But uh, what does theory mean? Theory is that when a scientist sees a phenomenon in nature and he's trying to explain it. So he put a theory explaining this phenomenon. So after he put it, he tried to debunk it. He tried to find a way, ask a question, how this is not true. This approach has been discussed in a book called The Black Swan. I really recommend this book because when you have a theory and all what you do is trying to prove it, you're gonna usually gonna go through the wrong path and you're not gonna find the answer because you are not looking through all the, 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 the corners or all the point of view for this subject. Back to evolution, I just want to clear something out, that evolution doesn't explain how life began on Earth, but it helps us understand how, if once it became into existence, diversifies into these incredible forms that we see today, and also in the fossil records. And let's start by defining evolution. This evil thing. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's not evil, it's, it's amazing how people uh, think about those things sometimes. So the definition is, revolution is a change in the heritable traits of biological population over succeed generation. This might sound confusion, but I will try to explain it in a simple uh, way. In each population, some traits will be inhabited by the successive generation, like for example, the color of the hair, simply put, I'm, I'm talking simply put, the color of the hair, the mass of the muscles, for example, for a human, uh, color of eyes. This is the simplest way to put it, but it goes deeper than this. And today we know this is done through uh, copying the DNA. Uh, in fact, uh, DNA is the blueprint of all living things. Uh, it tells the cell uh, how it grows, uh, what function this uh, should, cell should do. And in this DNA, mutation may occur. And this is one of the way evolution can, can, can be done, is that changing the DNA, uh, it's called mutation, can add a feature or remove a feature from a creature. And this feature, if it survives, if it's good enough, this will, will be passed through the other, uh, for, for the next generation. And new species, so to speak, will, uh, will, will exist. So mutation are changes in the DNA sequence of cell genome. When mutations occur, they may alter the product of a gene or prevent the gene from function or have no effect. All living things copy their DNA through their offspring. And like everything in nature, the copy might face some error. 
either by adding new feature to the uh, to the creature or taking out something. If this new species manages to survive or have offspring, this error will pass to the next generation. And this, in fact, we see every day uh, in farming and uh, pet stores. Like when a farmer has, like let's say, a field of cabbage, and one of those thousands of cabbage, like was was having an error when it, when the DNA was copied and became bigger. So the next season, the farmer will take only the seeds of this cabbage and plant it. So the whole field will become. The, the copy of this bigger cabbage and in fact some of the foods that we have in today in fact it was genetically modified so to speak and in dogs dogs thousands of years ago they say it was uh, uh, they have a common ancestor of a gray wolf and this gray wolf was uh, genetically modified not in the scientific uh, or sci-fi way but what I mean one of the cubs of this uh, gray wolf was maybe Kind or not, not kind of. This is not the word I'm looking for. In fact, was like like less aggressive or less wild. So they took this cup and breed it, and so on. And breeder for the last thousand years choose or pick, they pick the feature that they're looking for for a dog. Like some people want it smarter, some people want it like faster, some people want it like good with smells and so on. I th I hope you got my ideas. I hope you you, you you get what I'm looking for. That evolution is not something that, that imaginary. We see it in everyday life. In fact, we, we do it in everyday life. In fact, one of the ways that we are doing it in our life is in, uh, in our love lives. When we choose a partner in this life, in fact, what we are choosing is some of the features. I know I'm taking the fun out of it, but we are in fact choosing some of the feature that we wanted in our, in our offspring. We might not think about it this way, but deep down, burning in our lizard mind, it's there. This is what we are doing. We are trying to evolve. When we get an offspring, that what we are trying is to copy our DNA, but also we want to add feature in our kids. So this idea brought something that some of uh, I don't I don't recall any names, but this idea is very old. Uh, it was in fact since the Greek time uh, that if all living things evolving through something happening uh, inter interbreeding between species and so on, back in Greek time they had this idea that maybe all living things descended from one cell a great ancestor you know it wasn't that crazy or it was that crazy back in the days uh, and it's been, it's been rejected because most of the philosopher and the scientists back in the days they thought that okay even though if it's true life cannot be random life is greater you cannot tell me that there is billions of years happening one cell organism became this thousands and hundreds of thousands great and beautiful uh, species that we see on earth today. It cannot be uh, random until Charles Darwin came. Hmm. Think about this name. It has its own presence, isn't it? But before I go to Charles Darwin, I want to say that today there is something backing up this old thinking that all living things is, uh, is originated from a great ancestor, a one organism when life came to exist, nobody knows how life came to exist. But when this life came to exist, all the living things that we are seeing today came from this life. 
And how's that? Ladies and gentlemen, it's DNA. When DNA was traced to a living organism, including us, it showed that all life on Earth shared a common ancestor known as last universal ancestor, which lived approximately 3.5 to 3.8 billion years ago. As we said, DNA is not only uh, the, 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 the blueprint, also we can say it's the record. Uh, DNA showed amazing thing once it was discovered that it also showed the record of all living things. And all the life on earth shared a common ancestor. Like imagine DNA is like blocks. So one block is the most recent one, the other blocks is the, 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 the oldest and the oldest until the original block which is the, the the oldest of the oldest when life existed and this original block all life on earth shared it which means scientifically talking I mean is that all life on earth shared a common ancestor and I bet if you don't know about this it blows your mind because science just backed that evolution happened in a way or another because all life on earth shared the living ancestor and it's diverse, it diversified to all life that we see today and the fossil record showed it so <laughs> back into my to my to my to my original talk is that the way evolution happened explains or it's the best logical explanation or the best theory that we cannot we can come up with uh, how 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 life diversified so what Darwin did, what Darwin did that nobody else did and why we know his name. Even though that we know about evolution, either you believe in it or not, you know who Darwin is. Darwin is the father of evolution today because of one thing he observed or one thing or one theory he came up with that backed or proved that randomness is not there. So as we said, people have been thinking about evolution a long time ago since the Greek time, but they reject most philosopher and scientific rejected back in the days because they said life cannot be random. But Darwin, but Darwin removed this randomness from the equation by uh, evolution by natural selection. Okay, and let me let me let me talk a, a little bit about this. Darwin when he observed uh, different species. He found a very fundamental fact that more offspring are produced than cannot be survived. It's it's. Uh, it's a difficult fact that you can live with, but this is true. There is more offspring are produced. Each life, each living organism or living species will produce more offspring than can be possibly survived. It goes simply like this. In a successive generation, members of a population are replaced by a parent, okay, by parents that are better adapted to survive and reproduce in a biophysical environment in which natural selection takes place. The process, the process of natural selection creates and preserves traits that are seemingly fitted for functional roles they perform. Okay? I know it sounds uh, scientific and hard to understand, but I'll try to understand, uh, I'll try to explain it very simply in a way but I want to say that natural selection is the only known cause of adaption okay but not the only cause of evolution evolution has so many ways to, to occur in life as we said uh, 
mutation is one of them, natural selection is the other, but natural selection is the only way for adaption. And I will try to give a simple life example so you people can, can, uh, can, can grab this concept of natural selection. Imagine in today's life. Uh, today's life condition is much different than our parents and our grandparents and our great-great ancestors. Like today, for you to get married and have kids, you have to, go to have good education, good job so you can provide for your family. And think about it, this is happening in everyday life. Like if you have bad education and you have no job, nobody will marry you. Uh, let's be true about it. Nobody will marry a jobless, insecure guy. So you have to be having a good job. So it's like providing, to, so you provide your family, food, everything. And uh, also security. So, so you, when you have a good job, you can provide, you can give better education for your kids, for the, for the future of the family. So in a way, you have to be fitted to this society so you can give offspring, okay? So this is kind of a natural selection. Society naturally selects certain people so they can give offspring. I know in Saudi Arabia, of course, this is not 100% true. We see the opposite, but the, let's say in, 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 a, in a perfect world, okay? So good education, good job can almost uh, guarantee you getting married and having offspring. And how is that an evolution? When you have good education and good job, that means maybe, I'm saying maybe, you are smarter than everyone around you. So when you have offspring, hopefully your offspring will have these traits. You will pass it to the next generation and the next generation will pass it and so on. So people with lesser education or no jobs, maybe if they don't get married, their DNA will vanish, okay? So the society in a perfect world will become smarter, better. Also, there is another example. I don't want to give it, but it's true. Everybody know, don't, don't play on me like you're perfect and all. Like if you are ugly, nobody will marry you. But you are like good looking. Most likely you're gonna, you know, mate more often and your DNA will pass more often. So you'll have like 20 kids maybe if you are a player. I'm just joking here, but let's, let's, let's see. While there is an, an ugly dude somewhere else, like if he managed one, uh, you know what I mean, I don't want to go deep into it, but if he managed to do something once in his life, he'll be lucky. So I think you got the idea where I'm, I'm going to. Like, uh, and, and in our everyday life, like I'm here today talking to you, those two or three people listening to me, because my ancestors somehow managed to survive and have kids and those kids managed to survive and have kids hence I'm today here talking to you and also your ancestors and everybody ancestors who are listening to me today so natural selection occurred this is why we are here our ancestors naturally selected they survived certain certain occasional life so they had their offspring and today we are here because of that. Hopefully, also us, I don't have kids to be honest, but hopefully we will manage to, to survive, to find the perfect one and have an offspring so our DNA will, will, will trace, will pass. Uh, unfortunately, some people already extend or some species extended because their ancestor or they, they, they didn't manage to, to pass their DNA.
So back to the big idea that living things make more of themselves than can survive. I know it's a troubling uh, realization, but that's it. Uh, and what that what that mean? Okay, uh, let me explain this this phrase. Uh, left to their own, for example, dandelion will take over over the world. If dandelion keep reproducing, they you will find them everywhere. But they make more than they can survive because life is trying to kill us all the time. This is this is also another ugly truth, but but that's it, and that's why we have uh, so many acorn on the ground down down a tree. That's why we there is so many sperm. Okay, 0.5 billion last time I counted. <laughs> I'm joking, I didn't count them, but that's that's one thing. With that fundamental idea, you end up with species make more of themselves than can survive, so they compete for places in the ecosystem. Then they compete within the species through natural selection, as I said. And then here we are, okay? So everybody compete, like every, in everyday life, I'm competing to become better, better educated. Uh, doing better in my job. So when when I compete, I'm giving us example. But in nature, it's something different. Like they compete for food. Uh, they compete between each other. You know, when there is uh, in some species, there is only one alpha male. So this alpha male has to beat all the male in the in the in the in the in the in, the, in his area, so he can meet with the females. So he has to be stronger than other. When he's stronger and he passes this to the next generation, the next generation, eventually they will compete to each other, so each generation will come better and better. But I like to give our daily life because sometimes we are acting like this without even thinking. So even us, our uh, the human being are competing and doing the natural selection. So this is, uh, and, and back to my subject, Darwin put the logical thinking in evolution. He put that it's not random, it's happening. Natural selection is one way of doing evolution without randomness. I, I want to cut on something else, like uh, when, natural, when I'm talking about natural selection. Have you ever thought about actress back in the days, uh, like in the 70s or 60s or 80s or like 100 years ago, are less maybe attractive than the actress today? Didn't you think why this is happening? Well, yeah, you said it, natural selection. Because people always looking for a beautiful woman to marry and women always looking for a, for a hot guy to marry. So each generation, hopefully, is smarter and more beautiful than the, the previous generation. So, along this line, the conclusion that Darwin reached and many naturalists reach naturally, <laughs> we all have a common ancestor. We all descended from the same thing. Whatever that thing is, there is no evidence on earth so far that there is any other way to do it except with DNA. And this is, this is really fascinating for me, okay? Because when Darwin did that, when Darwin came with his conclusion that DNA haven't been like discovered yet, okay? And this is what's fascinating is Charles Darwin wrote his book where he has the theory and the experiment also in one volume and he didn't not and he didn't know about DNA he didn't know about gene such and such genetic he was just looking at his collection you know of living things and reached an amazing conclusion 
world-changing conclusion. You got to respect that. And I'm sure most people didn't know about this. And, and Charles Darwin had been like beaten down by many, and unfortunately by by religious and religion, and uh, and and we hear it. To, to be honest with you, even in Saudi Arabia, when when you ask somebody about evolution, like, oh wow, well, so we are a monkey, ha 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 ha. Why? Because we don't know the truth. I, I've been talking yesterday to uh, to a friend, and we, are, we were talking about that. Fifty percent. There was a survey on Twitter, in fact, and there is like fifty percent of people who answered this survey. They didn't even read a book. That's that's sad. That's really sad. Like you don't read. People feeding you shit, and you believe it, and you don't even looking. Charles Darwin is an amazing guy in my mind, and and he and and he came up with a with a with an amazing conclusion without the proof. Today we have the proof, which is DNA. DNA proves today, and I say it. Science say it that DNA proves today that we descended from one living thing whatever that living thing is but we descended from it and till today when you ask people about evolution they think about monkeys and Charles Darwin that has been beaten down by uh, when I say beaten down I mean figuratively not literally okay so uh, even 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 in the school when I when I was uh, when I was back in the school people were talking about Darwin like he's he's the devil himself and this is this is sad this is sad and when people not reading and not looking and not doing thing and they believe the things makes you wonder okay it makes you wonder a lot so why I'm talking about this why I give you this boring conclusion or boring uh, talk about evolution and. Hopefully, if you stayed up to this uh, minute through my uh, this boring podcast, what I'm trying to say, if there there is two people listening to me right now, okay, maybe it's the the total number of people listening to my podcast. If there's two people who are listening to me right now, I almost bet on my life that one of them will not even know 10% of what I'm talking about. Why? Because people simply don't read, or People just know the truth and they are afraid to admit it. And life is not about just standing and saying, no, this is not the truth because my priest said so, my, my teacher said so. No, life is, is, is bigger than this and we have to start and question. Uh, the, and, and, and I choose this, uh, this uh, title for my podcast, Why We Ignore the Obvious, Why People See the Obvious in Front of Them. I ask you in the beginning of the episode that please ignore everything that you believe in or not about evolution and start with a fresh mind. And I hope you did that. Okay, I hope, hopefully, I pray that you did that. Because when you're speaking logically, you see the evidence. When you blind yourself with beliefs that things didn't happen this way, is that honestly, if you are a faithful man, you're hurting your faith. You are hurting your faith. And uh, I had this talk with a friend that uh, people who doesn't believe in evolution, in fact, they are hurting their God more than the, what they think. That if every living thing that has been intelligently designed, this is hurting God himself because there is imperfection. And that's one of the things, that there is imperfection on you. See, today... To live, 
you have to replace some of your parts through when you when you get older like I, I wear I wear glasses this is imperfection but I don't know I don't know where I'm going with this but I, I hopefully you got the idea and I hopefully by the end of this episode I will get some questions uh, about 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 this because um, up to this day I'm thinking a lot people seeing obvious thing in front of them and believe not to and and today I'm not I'm not I'm trying not to make my my podcast political but today on Twitter I was reading about something and and everybody is seeing the truth in front in front of their eye and I see some people just retweeting or replying to to this man by oh you're doing this because of that or doing this because of this and come on man just just stop chill down just Look at what this man is trying to say and speak to your mind. So, back in evolution, so Darwin natural selection uh, was was a great breakthrough in science without the proof of DNA. But uh, like everything in nature, nothing is perfect. There was one problem in Darwin natural selection uh, theory, and it troubled him uh, rest of his life and he didn't find an answer but uh, we'll talk about it maybe in my next podcast it depends on uh, the replies and the answers and the questions that I will get to, uh, by this uh, uh, podcast is something called altruism because in, in nature if we say that uh, living things purpose in life is to copy their DNA over the all the things that they do is to pass their DNA because this is the only way that we know today how to live to to live forever like for me I cannot live forever but the best I can do is to pass 50% of my gene to my kids and if I have more kids, okay, think about it mathematically. If I have more kids, 50%, hopefully 50% here, 50% there, I'll have more chances that 100% of my DNA will be passed through the next generation. And hopefully my kids will be successful as their dad and have beautiful <laughs> wives. And I'm joking here, okay. Uh, they will be successful and have offspring and so on so my dna my code in this life will be forever there okay uh, and one thing is trouble charles down is altruism look because sometimes you will see in nature i'm not saying human being even in nature some uh, species do nothing they are not managed to to uh, to to pass their dna through the generation but they are helping other passes, pass, passing their DNA, and this is is contradict with natural selection and evolution. Okay, especially in natural, natural selection, like you see it in bees. Uh, the, we all know that the, the 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 queen, she's the one who's laying eggs, but the working bees doing nothing. She just feeding the the, the queen and all that and she's impotent uh, sort of speak so why she's doing this so uh, there is there th this will take it in another subject okay and maybe in the next episode and uh, hopefully hopefully you enjoyed this episode and uh, and this talk and this fascinating subject in fact I I'm, I'm a big fan of evolution to be honest I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to be biased here but uh, I'm, a, I'm a big fan, 
you know I'm a big fan of this of this theory because it explains a lot but also it sometimes makes you think about life is is uh, is, uh, is cold sometimes but when you when you first dig into this you might think this that life is cold if all what we do is that just we are passing our DNA I go to college I do everything just to get married and have kids but you can you can make life better and uh, and even more beautiful by doing this uh, in the right way and nothing about it uh, this way okay uh, thank you everyone for listening hope you enjoyed this again if you like this show just uh, I'm on uh, SoundCloud and uh, also iTunes uh, subscribe to the show I will have I'll try my best to have uh, an episode every two weeks uh, or every week but mostly every two weeks and the more we interact the more we talk the more we we I see questions this is will give me much more idea and I will try to answer as uh, as much question as I can thank you and till the next episode